I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for being here this week. This week, I'm going to talk about lifestyle, and it's a good topic. It's a very relevant topic. Last week, I talked about, uh, I chatted about accountability amid the craziness and how we all need to do the things we say we're going to do. Uh, it's part of our reputation. It's it's part of our brand, if you want to call it that. Um, and it's 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 really vital, this this idea of accountability. It's part of all we do. And it's extremely relevant as we talk about the new economy. And and this is going to manifest itself in many different ways. And if you know me, if you listen to the podcast, uh, when you read the book, when it comes out, if I ever get that done, you're going to hear about the new economy and how we're, we're operating in the, just kind of this new mode. Okay. And it's some call it the knowledge economy, but everything is just moving faster than than what we can deal with. And accountability is going to line up huge in that. As businesses change, as the economy changes, in order to remain relevant, relevance and resilience are really balanced on this idea of accountability. And relevance and resilience are two of those key buzzwords that we keep hearing about all of the time. And and it really comes down to just accountability. So I, I wanted to extend past the accountability thing a little bit. And I've, I've been teasing this whole kind of lifestyle podcast for a while. And I, I finally put some ideas down on, on what I was really thinking about and, and what that meant, because it meant something to me, but I didn't know really how to articulate it. And so hopefully I do that today. But before I start, I do want to thank everyone for joining the Accountability Challenge. The last 100 days of 2020, this this shit show of a year, a lot of people, like 50, 60 people have signed up to do a challenge with me. This is amazing. I'm running 500 miles in the last hundred days. And there are a bunch of people who signed up with me and they all got hoodies and t-shirts to wear during it. Um, but I love some of the creative ways that some people did it. Some people are walking, some people are cycling. One person is going to lift a million pounds of weight, which is <laughs> insane to me. Um, uh, one person is going to build up to 30 minutes of weighted hula hooping. Um, and there are all kinds of, of other push-up, building up to 100 push-ups, all these great things. So so kudos to all of you, and it's up to you now to deliver on your promise, and um, and I think that's great. So so thank you for doing that with me, and and I'll be running. Um, I'm working on that hard. So so this week I wanted to extend it beyond accountability, and when we chat when we chat about accountability and doing the things that we need to do, right? You sign up to, to run 500 miles in, in 100 days or left a million pounds in 100 days. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for everything that we're doing at work, at life, and, and whatever. You know, It's saying, I'm going to do something and I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish it, right? Whatever it is. For some people, maybe it's, I'm going to eat all of the Oreo cookies in a, in a supermarket. That's great to have goals. Go for it. Um, but when we set out to do something, we need that closure. We need to accomplish it. And, you know, there, there are people who, who joke about their dogs, and they'll put a laser for their cats or dogs on, on 
the wall or a flashlight and the dogs and cats keep chasing it. And they say it's bad for the psychology of the animal because they can never catch it. And I feel like that's the same for us. We need to catch something. We need to, to accomplish something in order to feel productive, in order to feel valued, and, and in order to feel whatever, right? Accomplished, productive, put whatever word you want in there. And so one of the things that we're going to need for this and I talk a little bit about self-efficacy and understanding the steps to get things done, but we really need some kind of focus and we need to organize and we need to put things into their right paths and their right categories. And, and when we talk about lifestyle, we need to create a lifestyle and a mentality to accomplish more. And, and we talk about lifestyle, we could talk about accomplishment. What I'm really talking about and what I figured out for myself is I'm, I'm going to talk about my personal filter and how I think about these things for the new economy. And that's, that's really, and I'm not talking about filter in terms of what to say and what not to say. We need that filter. Um, <laughs> many of us need more of that filter. Uh, some people need a muzzle. But uh, what I want to chat about is, is your filter on how to manage your decisions in the new economy and how to think about what's important. Um, over the last, as I think back to some of these past podcasts in 2020, we've talked about how to effectively make decisions. We've talked about how to hold yourself accountable. We've talked about all of these things, but we never really talked about our personal filters. And when we think about the filters, let's chat about my filter, filter, filter is the word maybe today. Information is flying at us from every direction. Work information, home information, the news, we've got it all. Like We know this, right? And people will complain about the evils of technology and everything else, but that's not going to change, right? More information comes at us every day than in like the history of mankind. And we consume something like five or 10 or 15,000 newspapers a day, like the, that equivalency. Maybe even more. Maybe it's like 100,000. I don't know. It's some ridiculous number. And so we have to filter. We have to find what's important, and we have to filter everything out, and that's where we put our focus. And it's a very difficult thing to do when we're being inundated with information and we have to cut things out and add things up and bring things in and, and we have to think about what's important for us. And we do this um, in two ways. Like really when we, we talk about creating our filter, we have to do two things. One is we have to find out what our priorities are, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And it's not just saying, oh, my family is my priority. It's much deeper than that. And two, we have to talk about what are our distractions. And those two things are at a constant tug of war for us to get things done. And it becomes a bigger tug of war that you're going to lose. Your priorities are always going to lose if you don't establish what they are, how to get there, and if you don't cut back your distractions. And the way I do it... Um, personally, I'll talk about my filter a little bit, is I, I, I'm going to pull in my grandmother. My grandmother, uh, may she rest in peace, um, we called her Nanny Lyons. And Nanny Lyons had a mantra, which was, we don't do stress. She would say it all the time, we don't do stress. She gave us these little magnets the year before she died um, that just said, we don't do stress. And it was, um, it's a good reminder. My wife, to be fair, my wife's probably laughing right now listening to this. Um, because I do hella stress. I do a lot of stress, right? But it's it's a good reminder to bring me back. And it's a good kind of, you know, serenity now type of thing. Um, 
And and so nanny lines. Let's talk about nanny lines. Nanny lines. Uh, mother of seven kids. Grandmother of like forty something. Um, interesting background. I'm not going to get into all that now. But but where we don't do stress came from was every year we had a family Christmas party. All the grandkids got together, so it was like forty five grandkids plus the parents. And you know we're talking. You know it gets big, right? And that's just on my mom's side of the family. So, uh, but she made a stocking for everybody. And she made a stocking for each of her kids, each of the in-laws, and each of the grandkids, right? So there's like, add them up, right? 14 plus 45, I guess. That's like 60 stockings. And then someone will bring a friend, so they always have to get a stocking. So she's doing all of this, right? And we would help. And um, it, it could become overwhelming planning a party for 60, 70, 80 people, whatever it is. And... They're all family members, and everyone's got opinions. And uh, my grandmother, Nanny Lines, would always say, we don't do stress. And that was great. Like, whatever, right? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. What's the big deal? Nobody's going to die if this doesn't work out. So um, it's good. She was very, very ahead of her time. We don't do stress. And and we see it bubbling under the surface today, even, uh, from the consumerism aspect of things like Fight Club, right? The things you own end up owning you to, to the minimalism movement, to the mentality of people like, you know, Tim Ferriss and the four hour work week. And, um, all of these are just kind of extremes, right? But it's all just kind of, it doesn't mean we can't take value out of them. These are extremes of this new lifestyle of take control of your life. Stop letting other things dictate. Don't stress about it. And, uh, everything's going to work out. And, it's a little too simplistic, but there's there's value in that in that type of thinking. And uh, when I think of my lifestyle, and when I think about my filter for for the new economy, I go to the we don't do stress impact. I make my decisions based on what's going to make me worry the least amount, and uh, and not in a hippie irresponsible way. But I just don't want to worry. Okay, worrying is a distraction. I don't want to be distracted. Um, and I'll talk more about distractions in a little bit, but it, everything from uh, the type of food you you get to um, how you invest your money to uh, the types of clients you bring on. If you're an entrepreneur, I don't take clients I don't want to work with um, or if I don't think I'm going to be successful. Um, if I'm not working with a client I want to work with, that's added worry. And I'm fortunate that I'm in a position to do this. But we have to put this kind of filter on in order to be productive in the new economy. So let's talk about two things. We need to identify our priorities and we need to lower our distractions. Much easier said than done, by the way. But let's talk about priorities. Uh, Priorities are important because they give us that beacon of light to go towards, right? It's our North Star. It's our our thing we always pivot back to when we need balance. Uh, When things are getting overwhelming, we can just use it to say, well, I need to go back to what I, I'm prioritizing, and that's that's you know where I'm going to go. So, most people, if I were to ask you to pause for a second and say, "What are your priorities?" and I'm going to give you a second to do that, and you think about it. Usually, they come in right away. What we think our priorities are, what we think our priorities are, and I, I will guarantee you probably said something like, "My family." my friends, myself, my work, right? And, you know, there's the whole, I don't know if it was Cheryl Sam or somebody said it. Um, you get five things, family, friends, work, um, yourself, and health, and you can only pick three things or something to focus on, right? Whatever. And that's not good enough, okay? That's not going to be good enough because it's not really sustainable. 
Um, and when we set friends, family, sell, you know, all these things as priorities, we're missing the boat and we have to take it a step further. And the question is, what are your priorities? What things you do to support your priorities? And here, I'm going to give you like the newsflash. You are your only priority. Okay. I'm just going to jump to the end. You, that is it. End of discussion. Now we have things that are important to us, right? Family, yes. Friends, yes. Work, yes. These are all important, but they are not your priority. You have one priority and that is you. And when I think about my top priorities, two of them are running and reading. Those are my priorities. I prioritize those every day. I run and I read almost every day when I can. And the reason I do that is because they tap into my value system. One, they tap into my value system of of learning, curiosity, and thinking. I am a thinker. I like to think. I love to just pose random philosophical questions when I go for a run. I love to do it. But I also love to learn about new things. So that's my reading as well. But when I do both, the reason those are my priorities is because I know I'm a better father. I know I'm a better businessman. I know I'm more successful in work because I've taken care of me. And those are my means to a productive end. Nothing is black and white. We, we can say, you know, family is priority. It's not, and it's not lining up right. You have to figure out why. And it's generally because of you. If you think it's great, okay, good. But then you have to talk to your family. You are bringing something that's going to be, if, they're, if they are your priority, it's the one thing you can control is you. So there may be things you have to change and you have to take the focus back to you in order to make the people around you better. So you are your own priority. And how you evolve, how you are brilliant, how, you know, what you need, what makes you best, all of these things. When you are taken care of, then the people around you are able to to be taken care of as well because you'll do that for them because you are bringing your best. And so those things that you initially claim as your top priorities are actually secondary to you. We can talk, you know, I, I love talking about the insignificance of, of, you know, when you get deep real deep, like you, you go find someone who's, you know, really high on weed or something. You just ask them about, you know, we could all be in a fingernail kind of insignificance type of thing. We are, we are all the most insignificant thing on the planet in the universe everywhere, right? We are insignificant. We mean nothing, but at the same time, we are the most significant thing to us, which is a nice little dichotomy, right? We are the most important thing in the world and at the same time, completely insignificant. And when we think about the people who have figured out their priorities, what they've actually figured out is what they need. And they figured out what they need to do for themselves in order to stay focused on the things that are important to them. And so when we think about priorities in the new economy, we have to focus on ourselves. That's it, number one. And making ourselves the best that we can be will help all of those other things that we initially thought were our priorities, which brings us to the second part, distractions. We have to lower our distractions. Everything that we do that's distracting for us uh, takes away from our focus on ourselves. When we're scrolling through Facebook, when we're scrolling through the news, when we're scrolling through anything, we're getting work emails, we're getting, you know, the neighbor is doing, you know, annoying things, whatever it is, all of these are distractions from making you the best person you can be. Not saying they're not important. Everything can be important and you have, you prioritize what's important to you. But many of these things are just added worry that we just don't need. 
Okay, we lose sight of the big picture. Uh, I make decisions so that I don't have to worry. If you're not immediately relevant to me, I don't think about you. I just don't. It's which probably is a little mean, but um, but I have important things that are important for me, and we have different levels of worry. It's all stress. We have work stress, we have home stress, we have shopping stress. And most of the time, like most of us, a lot of people, we have worries, but we don't really have worries. If you were to take a look at the big picture, the worries that that humanity had for so long, we just don't have anymore. And you can read things like Enlightenment Now and all of these books. Is that what it's called? Yeah, like all those books about you know how things are actually getting better around the world and everything, and that's great. Um, but what we do, because we're crazy, is that we fill in the 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 details that we used to have, the worry that we used to have and don't have anymore, we fill it with new worry. Oh my God, did I get enough likes on Facebook? My tweet's not getting retweeted. Oh, did you? Can you believe what this person did? Blah 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 blah. Um, and and it it's just a distraction, and it's stress and it's worry and and we don't need it, and it doesn't allow us to keep focus on the things that are important to us, which is you. That's it, and things come out of the woodwork. It's crazy the amount of things that people are just indignant about. And and to the point now where they're imagining situations and they're indignant about situations. And then you're just like, I don't I can't even, I don't even know how to respond to that. Um but the reason why is because information comes too quickly, we can't filter it, and we fill in the gaps with our own imagination, which automatically generally goes to the negative. And when we fill up our time focusing on you on us, on me, uh, it takes away that distraction. It's part of the reason why I go for a run for like an hour, hour and a half every day. That is 90 minutes or 60, whatever, um, that I can focus on me and I just think about me. I'm not getting news. I'm not getting politics. I'm not getting any noise. I'm just going for a run and I'm curious and it's great. And I like to think. It's why I read a book. It's why I read whatever. Brings me to another place. It's wonderful. It's why I focus on my family. We put the phone away when we're hanging out with each other. No distractions. Everything that we talk about in dealing with technology, everything that we're talking about in this new world comes from your being distracted. And your focus is for sale all of the time. Okay? And and everyone's trying to... We're downloading more apps so that we stop using other apps and everything. It's crazy. But that's because we've lost our focus on ourselves. Okay? And it's habitual. And, and you know, there are these books, whoever that... Uh, near guy is wrote a book on how to get you hooked and then wrote a book on how to make you not hooked. And that's, you know, or how to not get hooked. And it's nice, cute um, way to do it. But um, we need to limit when we think about minimalism, when we think about all of these things, there's value in it, not because it's just, you know, less, but it's less things to worry about. Okay. When you invest money in the stock market, you don't buy trade stocks every day. The, the smartest people will just buy and hold in like index funds and just let it ride. And you know what? When the economy goes up and down, I don't have to worry about it. It doesn't matter because I'm just constantly investing. I've got my routine and that's it. I don't have to worry about it. I don't want to buy a fancy car because then I got to worry about it getting scratched. Okay? So you, like all of these things, we buy all these, we collect all these little things, right? And then we worry about water damage. And, you know, all of this extra stuff is just extra worry that you don't need. And we have to pull ourselves back. And we don't have to become hermits, but we have to think about what's important for us and what our individual value set is and what's important for us. And that is what's going to get you up and get you set for succeeding in the new economy. 
I'm not saying don't collect little things that can be destroyed by water, but you know, just know what comes with it. Those beanie babies um, are interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's it. Things are never, they're never going to slow down. That is a fact. Things will never slow down. And as you get older, things feel like they're speeding up. And the way to do that is to pull back and focus on you in spite of everything else. It's not ignoring everything else, but it's remembering your priority is you. Number one, you. That's it. Priorities first, then distractions. Cut them out, and then you can focus on on being really productive for whatever else you need. So that's that. So I hope that was helpful. That's my filter uh, as I think about the new economy. Um, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> if that's even going to be um, possible. But remember, we're lowering worry. We don't do stress. Um, as stressful as things are, we just have to remember that that's what it is. And we can focus on what we can control, which is you. And that's all. So good luck. Enjoy your week. Be happy. Be well. And uh, as always, reach out and say hello. I love chatting with people. So be well. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon. Thank you.